Hey, 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 this is Little Kran coming at you today on the 21st of March. Letting you know that I'm thinking about you. Thinking about everyone. Everyone that's involved into this situation of life. And waking up today, brewing your coffee. Having your Danish or whatever type of morning munch you have. I hope that everyone is doing well in their night was peaceful and quiet and restful and calm. Today we're going to come out today and we're just going to come out the door, you know, like we always do. I, you know, I, I kind of think about my little niece, you know, she, she, uh, she, she always asks me, you know, when she runs out of popsicles or when she needs a popsicle. So she comes straight to her uncle and asks. So I feel obligated that when I leave the house and leave the premises, I um, have to bring this baby back some popsicles because she came to me. She, I mean, her her mother, she, I mean, her mother spoils her, her father spoils her, but that's not the point that I'm talking about. She came to me. So, you know, um, and her grandmother, her, you know, my sister, she she takes care of her. You know, she looks out for the baby. Everybody does. Great, great grandmother. But she, my point is she keeps coming to me when she when she wants that popsicle. So. I feel obligated to give that baby that popsicle, you know what I'm saying? Because, or a bag of popsicles or whatever, you know, that that baby asked me for because she came to me and asked me, you know, I could, I could have very well said, well, don't ask your mom or ask your, ask your grandmother or ask your, ask your great grandmother or any one of her uncle, you know, cousins or whatever, you know, I could have said, I could have passed the buck, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make a point here. I could have passed the buck and I could have said all types of excuses to the baby. You see what I'm saying? Well, Ava, you know what I'm saying? I could have, you know, uh, said uh, any excuse, but I'm not going to lie to the baby. I look, there's none. And the great grandmother said that she thinks there's one in there, a green one or whatever. I don't know, but there's not even one of those that that's gone. So when I told the baby that she kept saying, you know, you, she know, you know, kids, let, let me tell you something. You say there's no popsicles. She just kept say, she keeps saying popsicle, popsicle. So she keeps letting you know she want one. So you're not getting anywhere with that. Even a lawyer wouldn't even get anywhere with that. But um, um, I felt I felt obligated before I left. Uh, you know, I, before I did, you know, left out the premises to do the podcast and maybe step out for a minute and do something. That I wanted to tell her that when I come back, I'm going to bring her those popsicles. So she wouldn't be guessing if Uncle Michael will bring her those popsicles or not. Because I want the child to know that Uncle Mike is paying attention to you. You came to me every time you want a popsicle. I mean, this has been ever since I've been around. If she wants something, she'll come to me. I mean, she'll come, her great-grandmother might say no. And um, when she does... She'll come to me and try to get me to like, you know, give it to her. And I'll be like, well, you know, you got to go back to, you know, your Nana and ask her if it's okay. And she'll tell me, no, she can't have it because she had one already. But she'll be still trying to get it anyway, though. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I said. No, you know, you put me in between you and um, Nana. I said, I can't do that. So she understands that she goes on back over there, but she tries, you know. See, that's the thing. The kid is smart. So. You know, I'm smart with her, too, because I'm, like, rolling with her. I'm saying, okay, let me check you out, little thing. So, you know, she uh, 
comes to me and asks me for the popsicles. So the day when I left out, I made sure I told her so she wouldn't be wondering when I come back, I'm going to get you them popsicles, baby. Uncle Mike going to get them for you. I mean, I, I mean, I ain't saying it like it's a big deal and I'm doing anything. The popsicles is popsicles. You know what I'm saying? It's just that the baby asked me personally. So, you know, I mean, she always asks me. So I always feel obligated when she asks me. When her mother does it, her grandmother and her great mother, grandmother does it. It doesn't matter. You know, they're going to they're going to do stuff anyway. But when she asks me, I'm going to make sure she knows that I'm paying attention to her. I'm not ignoring you, little baby. I hear you. You want popsicle. When I come back, I'm going to have Uncle Mike going to have you them popsicles for this one reason, too. On top of that, I don't want the baby to think that I'm ignoring her. That's one thing. And I don't want the baby to ever get to anywhere in this world when she gets grown. And I come to her, I might have to ask her for a favor. It might, it could be anything. And if I did, if, if I ignored her now, she might ignore me then. You see the point I'm trying to make in my show today. Even a little baby can teach you something. The little baby. The little baby, it makes my day. All of this crap that I'm going through doesn't seem, you know, I, I, that's the only thing I need in my life is a seed. I see that now. I missed out on something. Because I would do this child just like I would do mine. If they come and ask me for something, I'm going to go get it. Because I'm going to make sure I have provisions put aside for my child to be able to have it. You know what I'm saying? I've never experienced that, but I've raised a lot of other people's kids, though. I've helped them on the way, their, their parents, when we were dating or whatever. You know, I like James, that's my son. He knows who he is. That's my son. See, Jasmine, that's my son, too. You know, me and his mother dated for a while. I know his father, Michael, very well. Michael Adger. Crocs brother. We grew up together. And their sisters. I, you know, I've you know, I've done things and helped their sisters. They, you know, they wanted things and and um and it's not bragging about anything. This is not a bragging thing, but it's just it's just looking out for children. You know what I'm saying? They're grown now. You know, back in the day I remember the one little daughter, she wanted some LA gears. She told me she wanted the pretty little pink lace ones. She was telling her mother that. I was, I'm listening. I'm being nebby. So her mother was like, um, well, you know, we can't afford that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was, you know, kind of staying semi with them in a little bit and you no know, dating the mother, Pam. Um, and, uh. We, uh, you know, we, we spent some time together and, they, you know, it was beautiful with the kids. I enjoyed being with, it was exhilarating for me, especially playing with the little boy, you know, and being a father figure for him, you know what I'm saying? And the girls having a male figure around to more or less like, kind of look up to, you know, and they, they came to me one time, I'm going to get back to the LA gear, you know, shoes thing, but they came to me one time and it really shocked me. They came to me one time and they told me, they said, you know, they told me, they said, Mr. Mike, they said, we don't never want you to go, Mr. Mike. They told me that they, you know, that you're the best boyfriend my mother ever had I was shocked I mean I didn't I wasn't shocked about what they did I was shocked that they acknowledged me 
See, children will pay attention to you when you're doing good, when you're around them. They know who the good man is. They know who the good father is. They know who the good daddy is. If you want your daughter to be with somebody that is a good man, you want him to be with somebody that's elder, a little bit older than them. Most people that marry um, women that marry men, they marry a man, you know, what, eight years, 10 years, a senior. So, you know, I mean, you know, someone is more experienced. That's the whole thing. So you want to teach them that I'm around. I'm not your dad. I'm not, I'm not trying to claim to be your father. I never, you know, even approached C. Jasmine. His father used to come and get him every weekend. <clears throat> and uh, he, he told his father one time, he said, he, you know, I got two dads. And I said, uh, and he said, uh, I said, what, what, what do you mean? He said, he said, I told my dad, I said, I got him and he's my dad. And I go out with him. He said, but at home, Mr. Mike is my dad. I was shocked. See, kids will pay attention to you if you treat them good. They will. This is a true story. I don't have any fabrication on my show. These are people that are real. And if you ask them, they'll tell you the truth. I'm putting them on blast in a nice way, though. I'm trying to get them some good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? These are people I know. I know what they did. But they didn't have no uh, alternative when you had people like the government and Obama and the industry and Biden giving them those influences that are not good. What will they do? If they did it to me, they know they would do it to them. So they go along. I know these girls. I dated these women. I know several Pams. I know a Pam Pack. I know a Pam Payne. Pam Pack is white. I used to date her too. I know she's, I don't want me to put her on blast, but I'm trying to get you out of trouble. She was a nice person. Very nice people. She liked me. I liked her. She was a phlebotomist. She pretty much did blood, drew blood. Very nice people. See, all white ain't bad. I mean, they get influenced by their own white, but the extortion and everything, that's their biggest downfall. It's you, you never get anywhere mooching off of somebody else's pocket. If somebody owes you, I know I might have owed a lot of people, but it wasn't intentional. And when I have the money and I see you, I will pay you. I've, I've made that reputation in the streets. I don't care how long it takes when I see you, I'm giving you your money. Because I would be looking for you to give me mine. I know you were going through some troubles. I ain't sweating you about that. But when I see you, you gave me my money. It's not that you had to and I was threatening you. You were just an honorable person and you wanted to settle that debt. I got you on all that. You got your, you got yours on that, but I got you on that saving you from getting prosecuted. These are my friends. I knew them, but it took a lot. I had to think about it. It would take a lot for them to turn against me because they know I really never did anything to hurt them. It would take a lot of like the government forces that were violent. 
Well, okay, I know about that. I wicked for, what, 40 uh, plus years? I know about violence, murder, and killing. I've seen that over the years. I've, I've walked around it. I've, you know, I've been around investigating different things. While everybody was nice and plushy, I was, I was keeping you nice and comfortable. You understand? Secretly. The government ain't telling you that. Keeping them comfortable too. I settled the debt with China with my money. And the government did it and didn't give me no acknowledgement about it because they had my money in extortion with China. See what I'm saying? Nancy Pelosi went to him and said that they needed, needed the money from China from Michael Dean's royalties because he's doing this without America knowing it and he's getting he's going to be making um, all this money and he hasn't paid taxes. The same thing they did to uh, Ron Asley and Wesley Snipes. They always use that tax shit because the UK still has them paying the taxes for tea and whatever they're getting their money for. My money's sitting over there in the bank and no, everybody's trying to disguise it now because in the search engine for Google, if you search back in the day, where is the IRS money? They said over in the UK bank. But it was a disguise because the IRS said they don't know anything about it. I investigated this years ago. You see, they used to call me downtown all the time asking me about my money. And they said, well, do you have, you know, all this money, these millions of dollars? They used to send me money, I mean, IRS letters to come to them and talk. And I told them, I said, no, I'm not making any money. Somebody probably using my name making money. And I knew it was Jay-Z because the simple fact that when he hooked up the deal with Pududo in the extortion in Pittsburgh, when they came here from the industries, New York, California, they allowed him to go over to the Social Security office and change his name from Jay-Z to Michael Dean. And they did that because that was his campaign to ruin me in extortion and identity theft. They knew I had a lot of money. They wanted to break me in extortion. And they went to them and Peduto told them to do that. They told Peduto, they said, we're going to need more than you to back this because you're just the mayor. And if we get caught doing this, we're in trouble. Oh, you follow me. You think I didn't know. So. They called Obama and Obama, they told Obama and tell me if I'm lying. He didn't call him and clear it. Now I'm calling you on it, Obama. I'm, I told you I was going to do this. If you didn't, man, I'm giving you so many good deals, man. You just, you're not taking them. Now I think you're going to take this one after today's podcast because you got one more chance to, to get this right on this social security, man, and get my social security right. It's coming up soon, so you. I want you to get my money right. My book's been off, brother. You had me in the red. I need to get back in the black. I've taken accounting, computers, business management. I know my books is off, brother. And it's your fault because you've been siphoning me, my brother. Half a brother, should I say. Because the other half is Lily White. And that's where I'm getting fucked. 
Because it's punking your white, you're black. Your lily white is punking your black side. Do you get it, brother? Why are you letting your other side, this lily white, punk your black and do your black side wrong? Your brother and your father came from Africa, brother. Africa. You're black. Why are you letting us get fucked on that side? I told you Michael Savage don't have anything on me, brother. I hit you with the facts. These are not no lies. These are substantiated truths. I told you I was going to eat you up every day. I told you that with the facts. I know the truth about you. You think you know me, but you didn't. You didn't know that other side, the other side, man. The other side. Damn is on your side. Yes, it is. It's on your side this time. Because me and Azazel and the devil and God orchestrating the leadership of it all. You know, I give him praise and everything. And Buddha and Allah and the Hindu and God. These are all one legion. Because in the world, it's still God that you know. But they look at him differently. And it's one legion. Because if you ask Satan or you ask, you don't ask Satan. But if you ask one of the demons that's in possession of someone, they tell you they're one legion. That means that Satan has other people that's look to similar to God, you know, whereas they're all one. Like, on the good side of it, Allah and God, that's the same thing. That's what they call it. It means God. I'm going to give you some interpretation of everything. You think that you know Christianity, Christianity battles Allah in all things in the Quran when actually the word Allah is the word God. Are you following me, brothers and sisters? Do you got the knowledge and do you have the slice of bread that's hot out the oven this morning? All I'm saying to the brother Obama is get yourself enlightened, brother. Help your black side. Your woman is on that black side. You're killing them. And half of your kids is on that black side. You lily white side is killing them. I got you, Michelle. You thought I was going to eat you up wrong, but I got you right. And I got the girls, too. Because half of them is black. And half of and you are whole black. Your mama black. And this clown is selling us all out with the lily white. Now, I can be a, I can be a, 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 a person that can be vicious in a way to be ne as far as being negative, but I like to be the truthful person. Because when I do rant and rave, I like to be right about it. Not wrong. It really looks bad when you're doing like that. When you rant and rave and you're right, you're making sense like you're a pretty much spokesman and spe speaker like Malcolm was. Or Martin Metker Everts. Speaker, they got heated, but they kept their cool. The Honorable Elijah.
Same thing. He keeps his calm, but he eats your ass up. Real nice. And polite. Kills you with kindness. Being nice. That's how you kill him. You bruise the ego. Not the body. You don't have to cut, ride. None of that. Just get your podcast and eat him up like Michael Savage. Or... What's that other one? Howard Stern. Nobody in, mu- in, in, in music or the entertainment industry could do anything unless they get a Howard Stern interview. And they would be scared to go on that show because they know if they didn't give his ass that extortion, his ass was going to eat him up. They, he made him or break them. They had it all set. That's their game. That's how they play. I watched them. I'm saying, okay, this is how you're doing it, Pimpin. I see how you're doing, Pimpin. Okay, I'm going to try that on you one day. And here we are. You did it to me. You did it to my people. You're still doing it. I just wanted to drive this bad a little bit just to understand. I knew the bad, but I, it has, I haven't been in it in years. But my bad is different from yours. I don't go viciously try to murder and kill people. Shoot up schools and shit like that. I create beautiful beautiful things in the bad. Even for Satan, I give him something. I give him homage because God tells me to make balance. You understand? I don't recognize Satan because I believe in what he's doing. I give him this recognition because God tells me to make balance. Because he wants you to know that he exists. He wants you to know that he's there so you can come to him because you're scared. You understand? This is how God recruits, letting you know that his equal on the other side as far as being powerful because you cannot kill Satan. God made it that way when he created everything. His angels, they're all powerful. But he just turned out to be a dark angel and got casted from heaven and he ended up in El, Sang- El Segundo. You understand? He casted him out from heaven and told him, you're banished to El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I got to go back and get it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, these type of things, you know, I'm trying to address, keeps your mind wondering about Everything that's supposed to be right. I'm trying to get you back on the right track because, damn it, I don't want to be over here in this black abyss with these people. It's scary. But I can take it. I like the scary stuff. If you ask Regina or any of those people, Regina Howie, we used to always go watch spooky movies. She's the only girl besides Toya Prince, the only girl that I've dated that I felt comfortable with with the spooky stuff because she loved it too. We used to go see spooky stuff all the time, rent movies, do all that. Toya did. We did. I did that with her, too, as well as Regina Howie, Toya Prince. But my other girls after that, they was like, well, you know, I had to go home afterwards. Let's watch a movie. And I always wanted to watch some spooky stuff and get them scared so they can cuddle and get close. But anyway, you know, Michael Jackson had the right point with Thriller. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, is I got a problem. I had a problem because my girls didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to watch some other stuff. You know, um, so uh, 
They told me, you know, I know you got to go back and check out, your, you know, take care of your mother, but you're going to be spending the night tonight. Or I'm going, I'm, or I'm coming home with you. Because I'm not going to sit up and watch no spooky movie with you and have you be in here, have you leave and not be in here by myself. And I'll be thinking about all that spooky stuff. And I understood. But being an indigent servant, you don't understand. You have to be one to understand. You can't just ignore that person for your needs because it was about them. And you're bound to take care of them on that. Sworn to it. So that keeps you humble. That's your process. When you go and get into the Muslim religion, as far as starting to you know, learn, that's one of the first things they induct you into being an indigent servant. So that means that in prison, you know that. And that means that pretty much a gopher like, you know, I'm just trying to give the people some description. You go and you take care of the needs, you know, that the person that you're an indigent servant for once. You understand? So that means that you pretty much. Uh, are sworn to that person to do these duties. That's what that pretty much is saying. You know what I mean? So when it comes to that and involving yourself in these things and doing things to help people, you get better and better at it <laughs> because you're doing it. It's like any musician, keyboard player, guitar player. When we used to come up, Ron knows. Ron Yarbrough, he knows. Like, and um, who else used to play with us like back in the day? I'm just saying, you know, um, these guys, we knew that we had to stay on their chops. Play all the time when you sitting around the house, pick up your instrument and be picking something. So when you get out somewhere, you don't fumble finger. You know what I'm saying? Fumble finger productions. You know what I'm saying? You're not hitting them chords right. Sound and stick. Well, I got give you people like over in Hazelwood. They like Larry. Larry was a hell of a guitar player. Still is. You know, we all got issues, but nobody's talking about that. We're talking about the talent. You know, Hazelwood knows him. You know, my uncle, you know, she used to, you know, uh, coexist with Larry. They were good friends. Napoleon, so. Not Napoleon Bonaparte. Or bone her heart. You know what I'm saying? Either way you say it, it sounds the same. We got to muck it up. You know what I'm saying? You know I know how to muck it up real good. I can heckle it. But this is the good side of the you know, whole thing that I have to present. Even my bad side is good because I have uh, a, a rational approach about it. I can be irrational instead of irrational and not listening to anything. I listen to people who's listening to me. I told the sheriff's department that one time. And they told me, you know, you don't listen. And then I then in the uh I'll tell you someone else that told me that. The um the uh security guards at in uh, um UPMC, they told me you don't listen in the in the elevator when it was um taking me off the premises, like don't come back. We got your mother, she's ours, she's our extortionist Mabel Gray. 
This is what they were saying to me psychically. I picked up on it with my telepathy. And I told them, I said, when I come back to this place, I'll be able to come back on these premises and you won't be able to stop me. And they already had the courts and they had the common pleas because you see the video footage that I put on the other day with the nurse from the UPMC with the paperwork saying that the common pleas had some type of guardianship. Why? And I said, I'm the one who's taking care of my mother, the indentured servant. There's no one else should have guardianship. But me, you did that to take everything that you had legally in her name that was worth something. And I want it all back from Joe. I'm going I'm to take everything you got, brother, because you took everything I got out my house with my recording equipment and all my music that belongs to me and the worldwide. The mercenaries and everything. Syndicate, all that. I'm telling you, man, to let you know the stuff I'm into, man. It's not that I'm into it because of the fact that I'm glorifying anything bad. These are normal people just like anybody else. But you make it bad with your mouth. Just like you made me bad. Just like you made that COVID bad. The COVID only spread it because you had your fucking mouth saying something all the time on the news. Everybody was like, where? I tell you, I know who I am. I'm the one you ousted and took for everything. So you know I should have some payback and some revenge right now. But you thought I was going to be bloody. You thought I was going to be someone out like you. Shooting up schools and hurting babies and kids. You see how I started my show? I don't do prostitution. I do not pimp the kids. Do you understand me? Why do you think Acorn or one of those people saying about you, man? That's where you're doing it at. Through the babysitting jobs. That's child prostitution. Amongst everything else. Murder. Illegal gambling. Adult prostitution. And any other despicable thing somebody had to do to murder somebody to take their money. That's what that is. Now do you get me now? You got a big babysitting job ring. You're a big pimp of the kids. Do you get me now? That's why I stayed broke. I wasn't going to pimp the kids. And you said I beat the kids. You, f oh man, you disgusting. I'm trying to stop this shit. I don't mean to hurt nobody, but everybody's been hurting me for 40 plus years and more, even decades of hurting my people through centuries with slavery. Only I can really talk about it because I'm the one that you all kept in slavery all these years. Even my own blacks with this Jim Crow program that Hillary brought to the Democratic Party. They should have never allowed her to bring that to the Democratic Party. It should have got through the doors. It's slavery. And taking everything the person has. Their dignity, respect in their life. Chelsea was all through this with the representative here in Pittsburgh. Hillary's Chelsea was her. And extortion, that's why I don't like extortion. People can just jump in your body and possess you. These are Satanistic people. That's the reason why they practice this practice of extortion. They can extort your body. They can extort you if you have the same name, even if you don't have the same name.
That's what extortion does. It's Satanic. Satanistic. Satan loves it. I'm just want to let you know whose side you're fighting on. You're fighting on the evil side. So I had to be me and evil to even address the evil and scare him. See, mid evil scares evil. I'll give you a for instance. If you put the jinn in our Middle Eastern family knows about the jinn. If you put the jinn up against Satan, who would win? Satan would lose because the jinn is pure evil. He 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 he's just really evil. The devil is evil. But not like that jinn. Like, like, not like that banshee neither for the Irish. Hats, goats, whatever you want to call it, demons. But nevertheless, it's something on the dark side that you're feared and you're afraid of. And that's what God wants you to know that those things do exist. And that's the reason why I broker those things in my package, in my entertainment. I don't glorify that stuff. I watch those movies that Hollywood presented. Like, my biggest fan in horror is... Well, my biggest... I'm the biggest fan of Predator, of course. Science fiction. I love it. I love Predator. I love the Alien. Those type of movies. Um, anything that has to do with that. Also, horror in the fact that Stephen King, that's my man. He's a classic. You know, now he's once, I've read one of his reviews one time, one of his reviews. It's not coming out this morning. It's still early. But one of his reviews one time when he talked about Clive Barker, he talked about Clive Barker in a very respectful way because whatever deal they made, he made sure Clive Barker has his approval. See, this is what these guys do. I know how you work, guys. Having you, you know, giving me some type of buzz, that enhances me. But you know you want your piece of it too, but you're going to get yours. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not extortion, it's business. I do business. I know what people want because I know what I want. And when you psychically or telepathically connect with me, then I know when I see you, we might have some type of understanding where we're on the same page. But Stephen King, he was one of my favorites. You know what he was, You know the reason why I like Stephen King? It's because the simple fact is he had a sense of humor with his spooky shit. You know what I'm saying? And he would have cameos in all of his movies. And that was funny. You know, and the look that the guy has with those glasses, with those uh, uh, Valenzuela, Valenzuela gas glasses, them real thick glasses. You know what I'm saying? He had them glasses on, you know what I mean? I, I think his name is Ricky. I'm a musician and everything, but Ricky Valenzuela, Ricky Ricardo. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. One Ricky, one Ricky's one Ricky, you know. Lucy, I'm home. You know, that Lucy old ball, man, she was a crazy woman, man. 
I'm telling you, man. I, 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 I wacky, wacky, wacky racers, man. I'm telling you, that was a that was a cartoon too. And uh, I'll tell you, somebody was really my girl, Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett, that woman is a lunatic. I'm serious. She had me howling all the time. Very classy lady. She had a classy show. I used to watch it back in the day. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you who I had a heartthrob for Ricky, Vicky Lawrence. Now, that woman was fine. Back in the day, that was one fine redhead. I'm serious. And a lot of people think redheads ain't good looking because they go for the blondes and the brunettes. But she was a fiery one. She looked good. She held her own, man. Nice built, everything. Carol was crazy, too. She had a nice look about her. But, you know, she was different. She was more funny. She was like your buddy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, she probably she was had already. But the point I'm saying is she was like the buddy to hang out and have some laughs. Because she's going to clown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Vicky was like that, too. So you would have a party with them two out. Drinking, they would be cracking jokes, and you'd be in the middle of it, cracking jokes too. But, you know, it's things like that that I remember in the good old days when things were like riding and everything, you know, windows crashing from bricks, you know, the blacks were struggling, but we had good shows. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? We get beat down the street, ate up by, you know, uh, Dumb um, uh, German Shepherds. That's the reason why we're not too favorable about having a German Shepherd, man. Get the German Shepherd away from me. They bit, they bit Martin, Luther, Martin Luther's ass up. And everybody, the riders, too. Man, give me a pit bull, man. I don't want no German Shepherd. They're pretty dogs, man, but they, the, the police use them, man. I don't want them dogs. They might bite me. You know what I'm saying? And I done raised the dog. But you got that police mentality. Pretty dog, though. Yeah, man. Give me no German Shepherd for no pet. Damn dog might bite me. That's a cop dog. Talking about. He'll bite you and go to the cop that's knocking at your door. I've been living here all the time, but I'm a cop dog. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I try my best to give give my best to everybody and, and you know, have a sense of humor, to, you know, with things, too. Because I don't want you to think I'm just totally disgruntled about what I'm saying. I'm truthful about what I'm saying to you. And you know I'm telling the truth because you, you lived it as well. You were in that crazy stuff as well. And this is my way to try to get you out on the good side. And, Michelle, this is uh, you thought I was going to eat you up today in a negative type of way. But I wanted to give you the dignity and respect as a woman, a black woman. And I wanted you to know that my mother was a black woman and you failed her. And all I'm saying is this. I'm trying to give you your dignity, dignity and respect back because that's all I was trying to do with my mother that everyone took. And she got murdered through this. And I'm all I'm appealing to you as a black woman. You're all black. Your daughters is half. Your son, your husband is half. But I'm appealing to your all black side. I'm appealing to your mother's all black side. You got a mother too. If that happened to your mom and you knew that happened like that, you would be saying the same thing. And if you didn't, you would be uh, less than a daughter to not do so. 
That's all I'm saying. I could have been shooting something up. I could have went to the synagogue and did what Robert Byers did. I could have took it out at anybody. I mean, I grew up with Robert Byers. I know about racism. I know about the Jews hating us. That's why he hates them. Because they hate him. So don't tell me I haven't lived this stuff. You guys in Hollywood and you guys in the government talk a lot of crap. But you haven't experienced shit. You haven't walked in my shoes. You haven't lived with me being fucked by you. Until then, you can't say shit. Now this is your time to realize I'm you and you're me. Now look how I'm doing you. I'm still giving you a fair shake. I'm not doing you like you because you know why? I'm not you. Quit trying to make me be you. You fucked up with all that bad shit. And I told you to get some balance on it and get you some shelter and a shield to hide good. What did you say? The, the crazy shit was going to kill the good. It's dead. It was, but it's still alive because I moved on. And guess what? I have the bad too. But this is a new vehicle for me because I'm just starting out. So I'm not really in no hurry because the simple fact is you're already screwed over on my bad side because my bad side is even more killer than my, my I mean, my good side is even more killer than my bad side. Because my bad side, my good side had to prove more because it was good. So I had to let you know that it's, it's, it's good, but it still can hornswoggle you too. Not kill you, hornswoggle. You know, like when you come to more or less carpet bag, you get hornswoggle. So you have many of different ways to hornswoggle you. You know, those Texans, they know about hornswoggle. The great state of Texas. So quit thinking you're smarter than anybody. Let's stop that. You're not. You know why? It's not anything brilliant I'm doing. It's the stupid shit you're doing. You keep doing stupid shit. How could you fight this and try to make me bad with 40 plus years of good and I got my vehicle parked on that good and I'm in my bad, bad side and you can't even get into this. So you can't even say I'm bad. Because your bad is expired December 31st of 2021 at 12 o'clock midnight. Because I changed the whole scenario and went to something different. The Muslims isn't here. <clears throat> They're having their masses and doing different worshiping. And the Christians, the Buddhists, uh, the monks, um, um, uh, the Hinduans, the elephant, the beautiful, colorful elephant. And it's not Republican, not your pachyderm. You're always trying to, you know, hog up something. I see you with the commercial with the girls singing like Louis Armstrong and you, the pachyderms are dying. They're leaving the earth. Do we have to help them live? When? If you stop killing them for their tusks? Pachyderms not dying. You need some money in the Republican Party. So that's another extortionist way to get it. Say the elephants are dying. 
Is my security good enough for you? I know what you're doing, because you know why? You're in a glass house, and we're all looking at you. <laughs> so, you know, voice scores is one of my things. You know what I'm saying? I can change it, rearrange it. You know what I'm saying? I can just go about do it. It's an Elvis type of thing. Pelvis. Pelvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Coming straight from Graceland's Falls. Mm-hmm. For copyrights infringements, we had to say something else besides, you know what? So how am I doing now? How you like me? Huh? <laughs> Who's that? Jim Carrey. Ah, I got you, boy. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right, folks, you know, I always give you something good and something to go on and a little humor to let you know that uh, I'm definitely giving you something positive. You see my girls, they looking good. Regina, you looking good up to superhero, and girl. Whoop it ass. Finally got there to something good. Because you met your old man that you had back in the day because he came to you. He let you know the troubles that you had. He can solve those. If I'm going to get mad, how many people am I going to get mad at being mad and angry and doing crazy shit? White people in Pittsburgh is racist. So why are you keep on trying to goat me and make me do crazy shit? If I haven't done it now, stupid ass, I'm not going to do it. You're buried in all of that. Give it a break, will ya? Kid it! Do I have to get up close and personal or blunt? Because I'd rather smoke a blunt. Can you dig it? I don't have nothing to fear because you know what I do. I don't care about that. I'm grown, 61 years old man. And I'm about to do some things that's really nice for you. Let me do it in the name of God. Because I don't want to have to do it in the name of the demon. We don't want to go that past. You did that already. I'm just letting the demon know that he has interest, interest in my side. If he takes the good side, it's yucky because he would rather run amok and just destroy everything. Because that's what you're doing. And that's what he has you doing. The demon has you subdued through your own government. He's going to rise. The Catholic says it all the time, and he did. Save your servant, because you'll save yourself. Your servant is you. Thy is the servant. Save your servant. This evil omits, and you have to destroy it by destroying the lie with the truth. That's the only thing that redeem you. You know the reason why I tell you that, Catholics? If you haven't seen the movie Devil, get it. Watch it. And then you'll learn how the demon does things. That's the reason why I watch those movies. So I can learn the demon. Not worship the demon. Learn him. You know, like football players, they always have those film reels that they watch of other teams before they play them. They're learning the demon, the other team. It's not that serious, 
but it's the other team. And it's considered the one they needed to learn because they're going to play up against them. And when you go up against the devil, you want to know about them. You want to know every angle. You want to know how capable they are being low as they are. And then you'll understand a lot more what you're dealing with. And when God asks you to take a position to be an arbiter and a broker to do this because it's either doing it like this or letting the demon loose so he can do it. And I prefer to appease the demon by appeasing God on brokering this so he can feel satisfied because he gets the evil out of this. And you guys have been evil. And God has tried his best to try to convert you because I've been trying to tell you things that were good. You're not listening to me. So I'm a broker from God trying to tell you to do the right thing. And you won't do it. So that means that those that didn't choose this are going with the demon. Do you understand how serious this is, Catholics? You have to get yourself out of that because you're not saving your servant. Your servant's you. You've served yourself for so many years being selfish. So everybody's for themselves on saving the servant because they are the servant. But they didn't serve God, though. They served the demon. That's the reason why we have this problem now. This is a demonized problem by the demon. That's the reason why I told you in a certain way by telling you a story. Because it would scare you and you wouldn't even pay attention to me if I just told you outright. You'd be like, he's just crazy. So I had to show you. Action speaks louder than words. Now you realize how serious this is. And you're in trouble. And the demon had you. He, he has you in trouble. Because you're listening to the lie. Tell the truth. Tell them that this was wrong. Tell them that you were lured in. Tell them that they did a bait and switch on you years ago and sold you a M, a D E E N instead of a D E A N Michael Dean and a M A B L E Mabel Gray, opposed to the M A B E L Mabel Gray, and they extorted those two, for those people. Tell the truth. That's the only way you're going to get yourself out of trouble. You made a mistake. It was a huge mistake and it wasn't really a mistake. You were just being vicious. But do any type of way to try to soften it as much as you can. But get your ass out of it. Quit being stupid and just keep on trying to push something that's not going to even do nothing but bear you with more problems. I'm not trying to hurt you. You've been hurting me for 40 plus years and decades and centuries with my people. And you have these people that's arbitrary to be half and half and represent both sides. You can't. I won't, I won't really respect the person that's half and half representing black. Because you don't know what the black side is all about. Obama thought he knew all these years about black people. And he has a woman that's black and he, he's not even paying any attention to her all those years about black people. So he lets her handle that. So that gives him a lack of knowledge again on black people. You see what I'm saying? She's a black woman. 
You're not going to be nothing but half black and you're not even 50% of that. With your wife. Because why is she caught in this stuff that you have this racist against me and she's black too? You force it upon her. Because of the fact that you are overbearing. You're Obama. Nobody's going to stop you. Not even your wife. Now me, myself, I probably would have been hit over the head with a rolling pin. Or skillet. You know, my luck doesn't go good. You know what I'm saying? With that type of stuff. So I would definitely have to lean more to doing the right thing. Because my woman, if she, even your wife, if she was with me, she probably would hit me in the head with a rolling pin. You better get your brains together. We in trouble. A skillet. One of them cast iron ones back in the day that your granny used. She's going to get one of them phony lightweight ones like they have now. So any towing that you're trying to do to me, you're just going to make more problems because you're going to be definitely reamed on the syndicate side and your legal side. You guys know who's in control in here. Stop playing yourself and try to fight. Put your arms down and try to talk and renegotiate. Because you're no longer in control anymore. You should have never been in here telling me what to do with my business and extorting it. Pittsburgh. Your tow companies are nothing but extortionists. Your, your loose cannon ones too. Especially those. Now, I pay AAA every year. So that's the only person that I should have hooking up on my car. The ones I pay. You come near my car with anything, Pittsburgh, Hertzburg, with that parking authority, you're already being indicted because this is burning you right now. Now, you want to make more problems? Port, uh, port, uh, I'm sorry, parking authority? ticketing me i have all those tickets that you ticket me in front of the shady side hospital on saturday and you know in the city nobody tickets nobody in the city that's the only time the residents get a break from you mooching on their pockets with extortion every day and you know those tickets those boxes those box times go quick it's just another way to extort you should take them out maybe people will come downtown and spend more money because they know they can park without you towing their car or booting it. You love taking in money for you. But you don't like to give. Thy do not give. You always take. That's the reason why you're not getting me anything now. You've taken stuff for 40 plus years from me. You've drained everything. In parking 30 you've murdered my mother. Because you were in with Art Rooney. Hertzberg. And the common pleas. So you better not touch her car. This was hers too. You already murdered her. Get out of my life, bum.